Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Just a quick note before we get started that this episode is part of our Blast from the Past series where we spotlight one of the amazing members of the LA Tech ecosystem from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking for more great LA Tech content, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of conversations to choose from. Enjoy the episode. We really think of it like a, as a win-win-win for everybody. It's a win for you to wear new stuff keep it fresh. It's a win for the person who has quality stuff that they can make money from. And it's a win for the, the planet that we're not just straight wasting resources. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. One of my absolute favorite tech companies making business communication as effective as it can be between customer and brand is Intercom. Intercom automatically picks the best leads from your site traffic to boost your top of funnel, increase efficiency, and grow your business. The Intercom Messenger, their new feature, is customizable to match your brand and has a home screen that engages with visitors with interactive content, a newsletter subscription button, lead capture, and more before they even start to chat. Intercom's chatbot also qualifies and routes the best leads to your sales team automatically. So you can keep avoiding the VP of sales or you could use Intercom. Start for free today at Intercom.com. That's Intercom.com. Hi, everyone. My name is Brian Nickerson. I'm guest hosting We Are LA Tech. I'm really excited for our founder that we have on today. Uh, It's Nick Clark, co-founder and CEO of Apparel. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to uh, see you on a sunny California, Santa Monica day. Yeah. I mean, it's part for the course, but it's, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really extra special one today. It's cool. So, so you are dressed uh, super hip right now or Thank cool, right? You. I don't know how to say Appreciate it, that. but uh, it's, <laughs> you got a good, unique look. Um, tell, tell us about where you're wearing. Cause that leads in, I think to part of your company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, right now I'm wearing some, some cool local um, uh, shoes here that are uh, actually is what 2120 is the company. And, uh, Great local LA shoe company. I'm wearing those as my, they're sort of the nude, no sock look. Then I have these All Saints sort of drop crotch pants on and then mm. a, a sort of a vintage striped shirt. I call it like a circus looking shirt and my little like fisherman cap. And it's, it's frankly because we are a men's fashion app and got to always look the brand. We <laughs> learned that very quickly when we were either in Silicon Valley or uh, just hitting the streets of LA. I was like, oh, people, people respond differently when you are showing them what you guys are. So yeah. we are, every day I tell my co-founder as well, I'm like, we got to show up IG ready all the time. Instagram <laughs> ready is our thing. So that's why we look the way we look, you know? Yeah. You've got to be on point style wise all, all the, the time. time, all the time. Yeah. And you probably love that. Yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, at first it was kind of like, ah, oh, sometimes I just want to just throw on some junk or whatever, but especially as we are like living our day and we're always trying to, you know, uh, acquire you know, customers and users, it, we found it helps so much when we are already in our kind of jam, we feel comfortable, we feel confident and we see other people who are like dress really well. It's like, it gives us no pause to go up to and be like, Hey, we really love what your look is. Like, yeah. can we get your IG? And that helps us so many times to really meet and sort of get new users on the app. Cause they're like, Oh, these guys look cool. Oh, I'll do it too. So, yeah. so, and that's in that. And what we are is a men's fashion app. Yeah. You know, if it, the way to sort of break it down is 
imagine, uh, yeah, easiest way is an Airbnb of men's fashion meets mm-hmm. the quality community of the Soho house. So it's a way of cool. fashion seeking guys to hook up or connect with other like-minded fashion dudes who have rad closets so they can rent the quality clothes in a safe, cool way. Super cool. Yeah. For folks who are listening and just, just kind of hearing this, it's APRL. APRL. Right? Yeah, pronounced apparel. Yeah. Yep. So I'm on the app right now and I see like some really cool pieces. I mean, you're, you're dressed, you know, very stylishly, <laughs> um, but there's like, I mean, a pretty cool fur coat. Looks yeah. like I could be just rocking a fur coat on a hot <laughs> summer day. Yeah, right. If you want to uh, macklemore it, I guess. Yeah, know? macklemore it. Um, I'm, I would not put myself in the like knowledgeable men's fashion. So I'm kind of like learning, admiring you, right? Well, that's what we, well, cause what we've kind of found in this journey is that, that really there's like a spectrum of guys yeah. all in a different sort of scale of like where they are. And it's, and it really, what we're always really feeling is that, that we want to kind of bring soul and purpose to, to fashion to really yep. sort of, it's more about style and it's not about, I gotta be super dressed crazy or it's just like, Hey, how do you feel today? What do you want to wear today? And then like, just wear that. And, and, and in a lot of ways, apparel just helps you have that confidence to wear it, whether it's the community itself yeah. or getting style inspiration on the app or feeling like, wait, I don't have to drop a thousand dollars to wear this. I can just try it. And if I don't like it, well, then I'm, I didn't really spend too much money. I only dropped, you know, a couple bucks and stuff like that. So, so we, yeah, we're really there to kind of be like, look, if you just want to wear some cool suit to a new interview, or you're looking to maybe try that shirt or something like that, it should just be like, wow, that's really cool. I maybe wouldn't have worn that or I'd been scared, but now I'm like, all right, we try to take the barriers away from that right. the willingness to try something, experiment. Yeah. So, so have you always been stylish? I mean, when you were a little kid, were you that way, or did you learn uh, this at some point? Well, no. I mean, I, I came from like a like a middle class family, and and we didn't really spend money on clothes. It's mostly like sure. pay less shoes were always the deal. That's kind of <laughs> where I came from. Uh, but I I think my my style thing came from I always was always rocking crazy haircuts. Okay. Like out from a young age, I was like, mom, let's go here and get. I, I actually got in trouble. In fourth grade, because I was coming to school with too too crazy of haircuts, and this is the yep. Midwest, and they're like, "Your son, your son is actually too distracting to our classrooms and stuff." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I'm just dressed, I'm trying to like make some cool haircuts." So that's where I think it started. Was just I cared about maybe trying to express myself. Yep. And when we first started this, I was sort of was like, "Okay, fashion and stuff like that," but I've now realized really what we what I love is like style. And yeah. seeing different different ways how people express themselves through clothes. Yep. So it's like, I don't care what it is. Clothes just are one aspect of someone expressing themselves. So that, I, I think I've been into that since, yeah, like since I was little and starting those crazy haircuts. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So someone who's brand new onto your app, um, what, what do they do? What are they going to get? Why are they coming to you? Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, coming onto the app, I mean, we try to make it really easy entry in, in terms of like, hey, you might not be super into fashion or not, but at least this is a place, you know, you can come to, to maybe get style inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just kind of like, Hey, I, I don't really know what to wear. Or I don't know what's cool right now. We try to really do a way of curating the feed and curating the people that are posting so that you can be like, wow, if it's up here, it's probably pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's, it's pretty presumptuous to say that, but we feel like we're kind of really tapped into some of the, the LA fashion people, but really there, they come in, take a look at stuff. They might be coming because they have a big date coming up. Or maybe they have a, they know they have a really big party coming up. And this is LA, so yeah, it tends to be a thing. Or they might have an interview. So we have yeah, full looks of suits from shoes to the, the whole thing. So they can get that and then they can rock their interview. But they look, they find something, whatever their reason. And then when they do find something they like, they can get more research on it. Check out the person's profile to make sure like, oh, who's this person? They maybe get to meet a new friend. And then they can borrow. And the way mm-hmm. that then happens is we get a notification we reach out to the lender. We make sure we get sort of the okay that they're ready to go. We go pick it up and deliver it to you. 
so wow. that you can try it on. If it doesn't fit, boop, no worries. But if it fits and you look good in it, we'll help you make sure everything is like styled right. You get it for the week. You wear it, whatever you need to do. And when you're done, boom, we come right back and pick it up, handle the clean and bring it back to the lender so that pretty much both sides, all they have to do is wake up and get out of bed and answer the door. <laughs> and then they can look good. So that's amazing. It's kind of the So the is there a comparison to Rent the Runway at De- all? Is this is there inspiration there? Yeah, in yeah for sure. Yeah. And, and we've definitely keyed into like some of the the learning that they've gone yeah. through to sort of validate, is this even a thing? Do, do people even want to do this? Um, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of comparison there. Uh, what Where we are different is in a way that we're making it peer-to-peer. Yeah, We really want to, we see that the warehouses and all that stuff like that already exist. I mean, my clothes are in my closet. You know, guy over in, in uh, you know, West Hollywood, his are already there. Now, so we figured, uh, let's, let's really focus our energies on really solving the problem of logistics. Got because it. if it's already there, and LA is one of the most logistically effed places you can really be. We're like, yeah. cool, if this is where we can figure this out, and it's not rocket science, that if we can do that, then we can really bring this to other dense populations, you know, dense areas like New York and San Francisco and other cities. So, um, yeah, but Rent the Runway has been a great way, and they're blazing the trail in terms of letting people know, like, you can have a, a cloud closet. Yeah. You can save space in your own closet. You can um, sort of almost, like, eliminate a lot of the buyer's remorse that sometimes you happen, you get all excited, you you find like, you know, oh, this looks cool on me. And the salesperson's like, that's great. And you end up buying a bunch of stuff and, and maybe like two, three or more of the pieces you don't end up wearing. So this is idea of like letting people know that you can have amazing things without having to necessarily own them. And if you yep. do want something, we always advocate. We're not trying to cr- change consumerism. Right. We're just being like, look, buy what you love. And if it's a trend or it's a momentary thing you need it for, well, why would you buy it then? That's a yeah. waste of your resources. It's more of a savvy consumer that we're trying to sort of like, hey, look, you have a new option and that's what we are. Yeah. No, that's great. And I've heard that rent the runway idea of like the closet in the cloud where you have a, a portion of your closet that's yours, that you're own, that are more of those like classical yep. long lasting yep. pieces. Absolutely. Yep. And then you, and then you, you keep moving it and keeping it fresh. Right. And what's also interesting and this, you know, from a lot of women I know who love rent the runway, they talk about how it's even harder to dress now within the age of social media with Instagram, right? With weddings, with like, yeah. like the pictures are out immediately. Yeah. And so- Can't the, wear that again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, I mean, is whether that's a good or bad thing, it, it is a thing. It is a thing, yeah. You know, and yeah. that's kind of one of the other really underlying things that we really feel strongly about is like the, the fashion industry really is creating and wasting a ton of resources at, yeah. at unprecedented scale. So we go like, wow, the- the thing we, when we uncovered, I think it was in 2014, was the first year the industry had created over hundred billion pieces of clothes in one year. Wow. And then it, over half of them, about 60% either end up in landfills or incinerated within the first year of being made. Right. So we're like, right. oh my gosh, that's like, that's just not sustainable. Yeah. So the idea that both, you know, women and, and, and the millennial male set is really on this pace of really consuming and constantly wearing new stuff all the time. It's like, well, this felt like a natural sort of synergy of, People want to consume fashion. People don't want to wear it multiple times. So let's make it uh, something that's inherently more sustainable. Yeah. So wait, John, who's that guy? Who's that um, architect? Who's that architect who there's a key phrase? What do he say? He called it Bjark Ingels. Coined the got, term- uh, that's John, the, uh, right. the co-founder yeah. um, <laughs> sitting in the back of the sound studio. Do you want to introduce him? Yeah. John, John is uh, the, uh, the co-founder and the uh, CMO of Apparel. Uh, and he's, uh, my, he's, we're ride or die. Started as friends and <laughs> dealing with all that good stuff too. So, um, yeah, no, he, the, he, the, the architect talked about hedonistic sustainability. Mm. This idea that you don't have to compromise your natural feeling of like desire and luxury and all that stuff. It's like you can do it in a way that still is good for the planet. 
Yeah. And so that's why like Run the Runway is amazing. And we, we really kind of hope to do that for the, the, the underserved guys. Yeah. That's fascinating too. Cause I have some friends who've worked in like really high luxury fashion mm-hmm. and, and some of those brands at the end of the year, anything that's unsold, they just burn it. They don't yeah. even right. And then some brands take whatever's unsold at the end of the year and they might donate it to other countries or right. third world countries. And um, you know, provide something there. But you, you just think of like all the waste that's going into that. And you guys are helping to make the planet better through yeah. this this peer-to-peer, right? Yeah. We really think of it like a, as a win-win-win for everybody. It's a win for you to wear new stuff, yeah. keep it fresh. It's a win for the person who has quality stuff that they can make money from. Yeah. And it's a win for the the planet that we're not just straight wasting resources. Right. Uh, and there's actually a really cool documentary called The True Cost that if you're into learning more about what's going on in the fashion industry, they do an amazing job mm. of really articulating the just insane scale of waste that's happening and, and the sort of harmful byproducts both on the people and the and everyone involved in it. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a cool one. So. so imagine your closet's pretty rad at home. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if there was, let's say, maybe not you, but someone who is like, like you, right? Mm-hmm. A doppelganger who had like amazing fashionable clothes. Yeah. Like, can they earn a living renting this out or can they make a meaningful income or is that, par- that's part of it, right? And you're doing two-sided marketplace. Yeah. So you got to have people both who, yeah. like, like the style people who are willing to do that and mm-hmm. can make meaningful money. And then the people who are like, Hey, help me out, right? Yeah. Like, I want to look cool. So, yeah. how, talk about those two sides of the marketplace. Yeah, right? I mean, that's a that's one of our interesting sort of dilemmas. Is is as of right now, the honest answer is no. I mean, it's not an uh, it's not a sustainable living that you can just quit your job and be like, I'm gonna make money from a closet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what we kind of hope to do is, be but it able, might not need to be necessarily, no, right? right? We, yeah. we we see it as a it's a way to make extra cash. Yeah, and in a way that. Um, we're, we always really ask our lenders, like, kind of, why do they want to do this? Why are they participating in this? And and what's been really cool to see is that the people that really key in on this idea, um, a lot of one of their main drivers is they, the generosity of it. This cool. idea of that, you know, I have this stuff. And that it's it's it helps that we do, we're a vetted community. It's mm-hmm. not just random people. And really that helps to expound upon the natural human behavior of lending a friend something. Yep. So they feel like, oh, I can trust Nick and John. I can trust apparel. Um, because what ends up happening is they know that someone's going to wear this for something that's a, a probably big moment in their life or something where it's going to help them really be more confident in what they need. So this idea that they can share what they have and not be so cagey about it and be like, oh, wait, I can share it. Mm. I'm, I'll make some extra money, maybe pay my, my, uh, my, uh, what's it called? My, my internet bill or something like that. Yep. It's like, oh, like, cool. But it's this idea that the generosity is a thing. Cool. And we hope to really, as we wrap it up and really kind of understand a bit more of the value we can hopefully give them a, a sustainable chunk every month that they can be like, oh, this is, this is really worth it now, even yeah. more so. So Yeah. Yeah. And then does apparel clean the clothes or who who cleans it, right? Because yeah. that's a, I remember another Rent the Room, I know a little bit about them, right? Where they might be the world's largest dry cleaner now yep. as yep. part of their service. So like, do you guys clean it or how do, you, how do you handle that for the people who are? Yeah, as of right now, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but we, we absolutely handle the cleaning because like part of the pain in it is moving clothes, like having to go pick it up, do yeah. that stuff. But the other big pain point is, is cleaning. Yeah. And so what we do right now is, uh, if we, you know, we, someone lends it or something like that, then when we bring it back, it's already clean for them. And we have trusted, uh, dry cleaners that we've partnered with that we got like, look, these guys do a good job. We can trust them with the stuff because we don't, you know, we don't want anyone. We want all the clothes to come back ready to wear for the person. Yeah. So it's like, cool. I can lend this out. It comes back in an amazing, same condition and clean. And I can wear it again tonight. Cool. I'm game for that. So yeah. that's been a big part to really let people know like, Hey, you don't even have to handle the cleaning part too. Unless they really want to. Some people are specific and they're like, Got it. Yeah. you know what? I'll, I want the responsibility. I, I only trust myself. So we're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. We, we, we default to doing it ourselves for, yeah. for them. So this is an online app-driven marketplace. Yep. 
but you guys are doing some interesting early kind of customer acquisition yeah. and, and right in, in the analog space, right? Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. Share that. Uh, yeah. So we were like, okay, how are we going to one get to customers? How are we going to learn more? Um, and I, I started while before my sort of, uh, apparel days, I was, uh, doing photography. I had a professional photography company and constantly resorted to guerrilla type tactics of just like, we're going to do a shoot in the middle of this park and bring stuff. And it was just like, no asking for permission, just going after it. And kind of it, this, um, idea started of creating this gorilla pop-up closet. It's like this, imagine like a, almost like a Bill and Ted's, like, a I don't know, eight foot tall closet. And what we do is we can pop it up anywhere. And we put mm. it there where it's this minimalist changing experience where we have some, some of the set awesome featured pieces that we have out there. And we put it on a sidewalk or whatever it is. And people can kind of be like, what the, what is this thing? What's going on? And we can get a chance to tell people that this is a thing and they can try on clothes. And there's like a, a huge sort of like art on the side of the pieces so that people with a mirror, they can take selfies and stuff like that. So if they put on a jacket and they really think it looks cool, they can take a picture of themselves and share it on Instagram. Mm. But what we've been really doing lately is um, there's the Fairfax flea market or the Melrose trading post that happens every Sunday. And uh, there's a thing across the street called the, the heat machine. And what we do is we set it up every Sunday. We set it up. We've got our little setup there and people come by and we, we just really let people try on clothes. And, and it's an interesting situation because people are ready. They left their house ready to buy. Yeah. So they come to this thing. They're around all these other things they can buy and they'll see something that's amazing. They're like, Hey, how much is for, how much, how much for this jacket? And we'll be like, actually, you don't have to own it. You can wear it whenever you want. And they go like, Wait, what? And then we walk them through this whole process of what this is. And then what's cool is seeing people go like, wow. Oh my gosh. Like why? how come this doesn't exist already? Like, this is yeah. crazy. This is cool. And we get them, they download it and we get, we actually end up getting like people borrowing stuff straight from there and stuff like that. So cool. it's, it's been a really cool, like almost like laboratory every, every yeah. Sunday that we do where we see people and meet people and, and get people to be like, Hey, this is an option for you now. And if you can share with the audience, like where, where they can find that on Sundays and then can someone actually walk home renting, having rented clothes? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the idea is it's really available to everyone, but what we, we do do is do a screening process. Uh, it really is when you can, notice when someone really keys in and they are like about the planet or the idea that they really appreciate the pieces. Um, we will, if, if we feel really comfortable, like if it was our piece or somebody else's, yeah, someone actually can walk away with it. But yeah. we, we definitely, I mean, with, with being honest, uh -huh. we will be, we ha have reservations. We make yeah. sure we feel confident that we give it away and stuff like that. Cause we want to make sure we get it back. We have things in place like credit cards and things like that to make sure that they come back. Yep. But we always want to make double, like double sure that if someone's right. Louis Vuitton Supreme jacket's going up and going away, that we know it's safe and it's going to yep. come back. Uh, and where you can find it is, um, it's literally across the high school on like Fairfax and Melrose place. Okay. So if you know where the high school is right there at Melrose and Fairfax, literally across the street at like Ogden and Melrose, there's a little alley and it's called the LA heat machine. And there's some incredible street art there too. So huh. You can check out some cool clothes, street art. There's musicians playing and DJs and stuff like that. It's a really cool scene, but we're located right in there. And if you walk in, you cannot miss us. We're the big white box that you see as you walk in there. So And Sundays? Sundays uh, really from 9 a.m. to I believe like 6 p.m. So we're there all day. Yeah. So you can pop by, try on some cool clothes and, you know, see, see if you have some <laughs> new style you can try. So how do you think about, there's logistical challenges to mm -hmm. scaling, right? And definitely local market challenges. And you, you guys are starting here in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. which is awesome. I want to get in why Los Angeles, yeah. right? But how do you think about, like, what are you trying to improve in this market? And then how do you think about scaling into other markets as, yeah. as you learn more about the interaction here? For sure. I think, honestly, I think from day one, we've loved the idea that it's starting in LA. We feel yeah. it is like, honestly, the most perfect place to do it. 
because like one, it's a place that is full of social media about image, about how you look, uh, coupled with the fact that the industry of fashion is really extensive here as well. And there's like, you know, access to, to really cool bloggers and cool people making stuff that are unique and new. And then also the fact that the tech scene is, I think a little bit more aggressive or open-minded or a little bit like, I get, I think more mentally flexible in terms of what the companies are doing and, and it's new. So I think people are willing to take more risks here mm. than what mm. we've seen. I mean, we go up to the Valley up there and, and people just look at a stone face. Like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to wear this Patagonia shirt. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I get it. But LA, I think presents the perfect confluence of market factors of, of actual, you know, the technology that's here to support it. And, and, and really just guys that are actually keyed into the fashion scene. You yeah. know, there's a lot of really fashion forward, really forward thinking guys here that are, can, can accept, understand the idea and be like, oh, I could, I could get into this. So it really helps us to sort of prove that like, one, guys are willing to borrow clothes. They're willing to do it or that they're into fashion. And then two, that there are guys, uh, enough guys that actually are really down to lend out their cool clothes. I mean, a lot of times people say like, no, no one's going to do that. They have cool clothes. Like, why are they going to lend it out? They want, no, we're proving that it is a thing. Yeah. So to do it here. And then, like you said, to be able to figure out the logistics is going to be, is one of the greatest things. And we were already being able to do it. So as we have that to then scale to New York, that'd be the next logical mm, space yeah. we want to go. It's like, great. Well, now it's closer together. We, the New York, I'm sure will have a gazillion different problems, but we can show that a fashion forward city can, it can take this mm. idea and, and do it. We think that's really great. And then we love the idea that if you're traveling to New York, instead of packing a bunch of jackets or your carry on to be able to type in where you're going to stay, if it's your Airbnb or your hotel, what's the local closets around there. And then when that's you go there, rad. boom, I can try this new jacket or I can wear the local like uh, New York uniform. <laughs> so we really love this idea that it would be going from city to city. You go to London, you go to Tokyo, you go to these spaces that you have your local apparel closet that you can like, Oh, I can now not only just eat local, I can wear local. That's really cool. You know what I mean? so yeah. That's, that's how we really would cool. love to really scale it out to a bunch of international cities. And hopefully as that goes, the idea becomes more normalized of sharing your stuff. It becomes yeah. more accepted. And then we move into buckets of like older guys, guys who maybe aren't as fashion forward and move into the suburbs of the United States where it's like, Oh, okay. Like my, my mom being like, I Ubered. You know, she would have never Ubered before because you'd like, I'm not getting a stranger's car. <laughs> yeah. And I think some guys would still sort of be like, I don't care about fashion. And yeah. like, I think as the millennial world is kind of taking over for good or bad or whatever yeah. it is, I think there'll be a little bit more acceptance of like, oh, I can care about my clothes without sort of meaning something else. It's like, no, sure. I just want to look like this today. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really cool. Gosh, that, that, uh, that, that notion of like showing up in a new city, because every city has its own sort yeah. of dress, particular dress codes. Like, right. New York is always a little more formal for sure mm -hmm. than, oh, than yeah. LA relatively. Yep. I always find myself at like events in New York where, you know, it's like business casual in New York means something totally different than business <laughs> oh casual God. in LA. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> business oops. casual in LA is like, okay, my t-shirt, like I'm getting ready to go. Yeah. And in New York, like you show, you that, show up like yeah. that in New York, you'd be like, they're like, excuse me, sir. You um, go. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we like that idea of just really, and even people that are coming here, we try to like yeah. focus on people that yeah. are coming to LA. It's like, look, here's the Venice kind of flair. Here's like, yeah. you know, the downtown sort of, we just want to be able to like offer a way that people can, <laughs> Guys would hate to hear this, but like play dress up. It's like right. today I feel like wearing this. Yeah. So he's like, cool. I'm in this new area. I'm staying in this Airbnb. I get to like look like this and stay like this and experience the city on a different yeah. level. And we think that that clothes can help do that. So as we were talking ahead of the podcast, right? You were talking about like, this is bigger oh, yeah, for yeah. you than, than just like matching clothes. Yeah, right? yeah, There's yeah. a thing about like connection and like, 
I mean, one, one yeah. thing that strikes my mind as you mentioned that right now is like, um, can you share a little bit about like, like what's the difference? Like when you feel a certain way, yeah, right. In yeah. terms of how you behave, how you act, what you can create, like, yeah. cause that, I feel like there's a, there's a lot bigger story here to what you're doing. That, no, that's I, really cool. Yeah. And that's actually, it gives me the goosebumps right now because that's like where the like deep yeah. core passion lies is, is really this thing that like, I think a lot of times clothes and fashion specifically becomes a thing where it's like a superficial thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's where I definitely had reservations or, or ideas about what fashion was getting into this. But as we go further and further and deeper and deeper into this, we're hearing stories from different guys about when they've worn something and they, they maybe were afraid to do it, but they took the risk to do it. And then they got feedback or they, someone was like, Oh man, that's a really cool jacket or something like that. And this idea of like what that feels to us to be acknowledged for, yeah. you know, what we feel like we are and, and taking a risk of showing ourselves and exposing there's something really powerful about that and i, I think the best way there was a, a couple couple weeks ago a guy was saying like i didn't really want to wear this jacket but my wife maybe she's like it looks really good on you and he's like but i'm short and i was afraid it's gonna make me look shorter but that encouragement he wore it out and he's like i've never gotten more compliments huh. from anything ever before and he started almost like tearing up yeah and we're like oh wow i think we were like there's something else going on here and this idea of when you can feel when you step out of your house and you feel confident about what you're wearing or that you feel more yeah, you, you look good or you feel like you're like, wow, you know, whether it's new haircut, whatever, that you, you walk into the place more you. Yes. You're letting people see the more real you. And when that happens, like you're already more beautiful or more like amazing of a human being because you're not afraid. And like yeah. clothes can actually be almost like this like public armor that you can wear that, that allows you to be like, I'm here. I want, and I want you to see me. And yeah. then when someone acknowledges that, it's like a whole different thing. And we're in LA. So someone will be like, oh, that's a cool hat or something like that on the, on your face. You're like, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. Inside, you're like a seven-year-old kid and you're like, oh, how <laughs> oh, cool is that? Yeah, that's awesome. And like, that is what I think is what we're creating is a space where that expression can be championed and where people mm -hmm. can take the risk and really encourage other guys to take that little, whatever that micro little risk step is for them, whether it's just wearing maybe a different type of skinnier leg or different kind of shirt, but that attempt at courage and getting yep. them to do it and take the risk and then be acknowledged for it is something amazingly powerful and transformative. So we really see, you know, like I always say on the surface apparel is this network that facilitates the transaction of clothes point really basic, but, but really at its heart, it is like the safe community that empowers guys and uses these clothes as like a, this vehicle to connect, to connect guys, connect other guys yep. and to, to, to sort of like celebrate creative expression and to really empower them to sort of expose or, share their unique self. So like the idea that it's just clothes and you know, who cares about fashion? Like, sure, I get that. But really it's like this opportunity to connect the world and empower people to, to really express their unique selves. And we think that's like a very worthy thing to be doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> the other way. Um, so are you from LA originally or why? Nope. Yeah. So no. what, what brought you in the company to LA? Uh, well, originally from outside of Chicago. Um, and then I came here to do my studies at USC for acting. So, uh, that was always an intelligent thing. I'm like, Oh, cool. I'm gonna take out lots of loans to study acting. Cool. <laughs> so that's what brought me out here. Like I think a lot of people, but, um, as I was kind of hustling and really opening myself up to new opportunities, this idea kind of came up, especially as I was going to different uh, events and I was like mm -hmm. having to, I was a poor actor and I'm going to these premieres and I'm trying to find ways to wear stuff. And I would always go to the store, buy it, hide the tags and then return it. And I was like, <laughs> so I was really, I, I would feel the pain point of like, man, I got to like 
constantly change up my look and didn't do it. So um, that's kind of where a lot of this definitely came from of understanding. But yeah, uh, acting was the first thing that drew me here. And uh, I'll never forget a December day when I called my mom my first winter here. And I was like, mom, what the? This is crazy. <laughs> this is the bad. This is insane. This is like December 12th and it's amazing. now. <laughs> yeah. Why does anyone live yeah. anywhere else? So yeah. after that, I was like, I guess I'm living here. This is, this is one of the best places I can be. So, yeah. So I learned of another, I think LA based brand, Distilled, oh, the yeah. Distilled Jeans. Yep. And I thought of that just from, from uh, the same notion apparel, right? APRL mm-hmm. for you guys and Distilled is like D-S-T-L-D yep. or something. Yep. Um, Who needs vowels? Yeah, who needs vowels? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to be, it's not just like, you can't just tweet it out. You got to be able to like text it in like three letters, right? Exactly, Four yeah. letters. Um, but so is that a company you admire? Like what are other companies in LA that you admire in particular, whether than the fashion space, technology, just places where you, you know, look for inspiration? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think uh, Distilled is really cool because they, you know, really trying to do direct to consumer. I think there's such a up in the airness about what the fashion industry is doing in terms of like old brick and mortar stuff. So there's a lot yeah. of new people trying to play and Distilled is definitely one of those. Um, I think, honestly, one of the biggest companies I think we look at is, is almost kind of cliche, but Tesla because of their yeah. cons- their consumer aspect about really taking this horrible experience um, and really trying to be like, hey, we're, we're on your side. And if, you're, if this is something you, is on the streets, we say something you F with, that like you'll come back. And really trying to this idea of the, building a, a real relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. And we think this is another way with uh, apparel is like, look, if it's something you're cool with, you'll come back. We want to be able to do like, if you want these clothes, well, they're here for you. Mm-hmm. And really developing like a really amazing customer service aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And feeling like, hey, you've almost got this like, this rad friend in your pocket that has the coolest closet you could ever think of. It's like, cool. Oh, whenever I need them, they're there for me. And I think Tesla in a lot of ways is just like, hey, if you either have the money or you want to buy something that's cool or like something for the planet, we're here for you. So I think Tesla is one of those. I'm trying to think of the other ones that I really admire. Um, I think like Rent the Runway is, 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 a, is a really good one, just in the sense of like, this wasn't a thing. And they're yeah. like, hey, we're going we're gonna to actually do this. And we're going to be like, we believe that this, the way consumer habits are shifting, we're going to take that risk and do it. We're really liking some of the the vintage players in LA that are, are, I guess, like the way of being. What's inspiring to us on that is like they're really keyed in on what's yeah. going on. I mean, they are on the, the the pulse of what people are buying, about what what's really fashionable, and about really helping be there for people. So, I, I, helping be there for people in a way that's how do I say it? Not not about the sale. I think that's actually right. what I would say is companies that are really not trying to push selling you, right. more about like can we really be of an honest service to you? And some of these vintage sellers are really in a way of like, Hey, I have some stuff, but I'm more like, if it's cool for you, we want you to have it. But like, I I just love, love companies that are like, yes, we have to make money everywhere. That makes sense. That is a bottom line, but this is more like, can we find you and partner with you at a point in your life where this makes total sense and that you feel good about giving this money away. Right. And that people who are doing that are really intriguing to me and inspiring me and that's what I hope we can do with apparel. It's like, only use this if you fucking love it. <laughs> I knew I was going to swear at least once. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I am like worse than a sailor. So, yeah. Yeah. so right now you're invitation only. If someone wants to join, can they join or they got to, can they reach out to you? What's Absolutely. The, yeah. They can email me, DM me on Instagram, like whatever it is. Is this something that you feel and you hear like, oh man, like I either I have something coming up or I have some stuff in my closet. I think is cool that I could lend out or whatever it is. Absolutely. You can email me at, um, I don't, should I give him my email? Yeah. yeah. It's or Nick they can Clark. just guess and try yeah. to, you know, guess the letters or something. <laughs> That'd be pretty, be pretty horrible. Like, just guess, guess guys, yeah. figure it out. If you really care. No, it's uh, uh, Nick Clark. 
at aprl.la. Email me, or you can find me on Instagram at uh, at Nick Clark eight one three. DM me whatever it is, and if it's an idea that you you know you you f with, like hit us up, hit me up because that's the the notion, that's the the vibe and passion ethos that we want people to do. And if we can help you somehow, we want to be able to do that. So reach out to us, and you can download it on the app store. Um, there is an invite code, but if you hit me up specifically, you heard, you said you heard it on the uh, We Are LA podcast. Like we will hook you up and we'll fast track you through the application process because it's like if you're keyed in and you're doing this, then you're in the the sort of the switched on mental space that we're looking for. Amazing. Yeah. So we love to to ask of uh, entrepreneurs who are on the show, right? We've got a lot of other entrepreneurs uh, who listen. What's your ask of the community? What, what would that be? I mean, just like showing love, uh, showing love or, or like if it's um, you hear somebody who has something they're going to uh, and they like, oh, I got to go get something, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm like, I don't want to buy this. Or a guy who just needs some style help, point them our direction. Yeah. That's what we want to help. We want to help empower all the guys in LA to be feeling the most confident in terms of dress. So if you're hearing guys need some style help or they, they, they are a stylish dude and they maybe could, uh, you know, help some other dudes point in our direction. That would be awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Nick, this has been a, a fascinating conversation. Just such a joy to hear, hear the story. And, uh, um, you guys are off to a great start and doing amazing things. Thanks, Brian. So with that, my name is Brian Nickerson. I've been guest hosting for Esprit Devora, uh, And thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I have been a fan girl of Intercom since they were a startup. Intercom makes me feel like I'm not just a site visitor, but I'm a relationship that that company I'm engaging with cares about. One of my favorite companies that uses Intercom is Moonclerk. So I wanted to reach out to the founder, Dodd, of Moonclerk and ask him, why did they choose Intercom? Hi, I am Dodd Caldwell, one of the co-founders of Moonclerk which is a recurring payment system built for small businesses. A big part of what we do is providing a great customer experience and a really personalized experience. Going to Intercom allowed us uh, to better personalize our communications with our customers, which are small businesses. Uh, and I think they appreciate that. So uh, what we do at Moonclerk uh, that uh, probably a lot of businesses don't do is we like to send a personalized email to every single person who even signs up for a free trial. And Intercom really helps us with that. And we're actually able to scale that uh, using Intercom. Even from that simple aspect of a welcome email, um, we've really been able to uh, increase uh, conversion rates for people who sign up, to people who become uh, paid customers. So it's a great, uh, a great system for us to be able to provide more customized and personalized uh, communications with them without having to add, you know, a lot of extra overhead on our part. It's actually reduced that for us. Intercom is simply the most effective way to build the most meaningful relationship with your customers visiting your website. Start for free today at intercom.com. That's intercom.com. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.